Hello and welcome to 251, Two Pianists, Five Minutes, One Subject. And this is one of our pianist profiles. We're trying to find some interesting, slightly on the edge pianists, and also we're slightly trying to outdo each other. And this is one uh, I'd never heard of, so over to you, Nick. So the subject of this uh, episode is <clears throat> the pianist Dick Twardzik. And I really only found out about him um, through... Um, there's there's a, a an institution on the <clears throat> British jazz scene, this uh, guy called Jackie, um, everybody knows, um, and he comes along to gigs and he very often brings bags of cassettes with obscure recordings um, on it, which he gives to musicians. Um, and he gave me this tape. Um, he didn't really say anything about what it was, um, but it turned out to be a four-part documentary <clears throat> made by Jez Nelson for Radio 3 about Dick Twardzik, and that's really how I first came to know of him. Um, he was born in 1930 in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, he was taught by Margaret Shaloff, who was the mother of baritone sax player Serge Shaloff. Um, again, he was a prodigy. I mean, he made his debut age 14 um, and he recorded and played with Shaloff, um, who was a bit older than him. Um, unfortunately, he, he became addicted to heroin um, when he was really young. I mean, in, in, literally in his teens, um, uh, and, and which would kind of lead to his eventual demise. Um, but yeah, he was this prodigy. Charlie Parker came to Boston in 52 when Twardzik was only 21, but he impressed Parker so much that he actually used him on some radio broadcasts. And there are some radio shots of um, of him playing with, with Charlie Parker, um, as well as recording with Charloff's group. Um, he also played with the alto player, Charlie Mariano. Um, but in 1954, he made a series of uh, trio recordings for the Pacific label, and these were set up really by Russ Freeman, who was Chet Baker's pianist, and he was so impressed with um, Twardzik that he organised this session. And um, there were six tracks issued, uh, three by Twardzik and three by uh, Freeman, and they're, they're really the only trio recordings that we have of him. Um, and, um, yeah, he, he picked really interesting titles. Um, so the three tunes he recorded on this particular album were Albuquerque Social Swim, Yellow Tango and a Crutch for the Crab. And the compositions are as kind of original as the titles. And he was very interested in contemporary classical music, Stravinsky, Hindemith and, and Bartok. Um, and you really hear these influences um, in the in the uh, compositions. Um, Simon, what did you think? You had a, a listen to some of this stuff. What did you think? Yeah, really interesting stuff. I didn't actually know that bit about Madame Charloff. I didn't mm -hmm. know he was a pupil of hers. There was a, She actually had her own piano method, didn't she, which... Um, which is really interesting. Mm. But um, I thought, I suppose what I, the, the, the comparison I made was with Herbie Nichols, who yeah. was also a very original and short-lived um, pianist, but recordings of real originality and some moments where you think, well, that could be Brad Maldo almost. Yeah, the, the really language. modern, really sort of forward-looking, um, for sure. Uh, sort of playing out, wasn't he? On the, but, yeah. but sort of, it might have been seen at the time as odd and not legitimate, but now people do yeah. it all the time. And Yeah, yeah and, and a and fantastic piano touch, a really resonant yeah. sort of touch. <clears throat> and, and I, th yeah, I mean, I suppose it's that's the thing of, um, of its time. He was a... A pianist who had some of the bebop language in his playing, but but it also some very original yeah. compositional yeah. ideas. Yeah. Yeah. The, the compositions really impressed me, I have to say. Yeah. Well, um, unfortunately, he had a very short life. 
and short career. Um, in '55, um, Chet Baker um, proposed a tour with his regular band, but a lot of them didn't really fancy it. Chet was by this time sort of really in the grip of his heroin addiction. Um, but Twardzik, um was suggested by Freeman as a replacement. Um, and there are some live dates uh, which um, Twardzik recorded with Baker, but unfortunately his drug addiction worsened and he was actually found dead of an overdose in his hotel room on October the 21st, 1955. So there really isn't a huge amount of, of him, uh, um, but uh, he's a really interesting player. I definitely recommend check, checking him out. Um, well, that's the end of this uh, podcast. So it's goodbye from me, Nick Tomlin. And it's goodbye from me, Simon Whiteside.